welcome back for season two of the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and I'm here to encourage you with tips and strategies to help you deepen your faith, build stronger relationships, and do the most with your life in Christ. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. Welcome to the episode. I'm so glad you're listening in today. As you can see, the title today is The Goal of Instruction. It actually comes directly from a Bible passage today, which I'm genuinely excited to share with you. In fact, in general today, I hope you will see how daily Bible reading and letting the Word of God influence you can provide direct help into your relationships. To try and make that clear, I first need to explain that the episode today was supposed to be titled something completely different. In fact, you may even say completely opposite. I was 100% determined to record an episode called Don't Get Involved. Listen, I'm just like everyone else. I'm so frustrated by what we are seeing around us, division and anger and almost incurable wounds in our country. We can look at it from a political division standpoint. We could banter about medical division on how to handle our current crisis. Now we have social and racial issues, and it just seems like everyone who has participated in those things, everyone who has jumped out and tried to do something, say something, write something, or somehow make it better, has just made it worse. A lot of the things that are posted and said are done so without complete information. Very few people really put in the time to figure out what they're talking about, to make sure that it's factual and correct, and so they just jump out there and try to make it better, and it ends up making it worse. So I was thinking, let's just not get involved. That was my angle going into this week. Don't jump in with comments, don't make social media posts, don't go into long speeches. Just like we said a couple of weeks ago, spend some time listening, spend some time learning, but stay out of it. I was all poised to talk to you about the New Testament ideology of Christians in the first century really unable to change the Roman rule problem, really unable to change the division within even the Judaizing teachers and the Jewish culture. Just live a quiet life. Do your best to be a good example and speak the name of Jesus, but pray for a peaceful and quiet existence. And for the most part, just don't get involved. I was ready to push that a little further, even into interpersonal relationships. How many times do we try to help people who are fighting with other people, fix turmoil going on in churches or in homes or in neighborhoods, and you just get bitten from both sides. Maybe we should just stay out of it. Listen, that whole episode was coming together. And by the way, I was apprehensive about using the word don't. Don't get involved. I usually do not have episodes with a negative title. I try to be very careful in that way. But I was just ready to tell everyone to take a step back. And then I sat down one morning this week to do the morning prayer, reading, journaling, etc. And I found myself in 1 Timothy chapter 1. 
After reading that chapter, I reevaluated all of it. I thought, you know, some of what I wanted to say would have been helpful. I do think people jump in when they don't know what they're talking about. I've done that. I do think people try to help others who don't want to be helped or at a time when nothing you can do can help, and we probably need to just lay low. I have seen cases where we try to help two people who are arguing, a marriage that is crumbling, church members who are bantering, and all it does is makes you the target of their ire, and they need to handle their problems biblically without you holding their hands, which again, they'll probably end up biting. However, to say that because all of that is true, we should just not get involved, I don't really believe that. I think that there is a time to get involved, to try to make things better, to share the will of Jesus, to help people's marriages improve, to try and make a difference. And this particular letter, Paul's letter to Timothy, really helped with that. Just a quick note, by the way, morning Bible reading is the best. If you do nothing from the Excel Still More project list, episode list, whatever, become a morning Bible reader. This is just one of countless examples where God redirected me, influenced my spirit, tempered my enthusiasm, and really helped me find a proper balance so that hopefully today, in this episode, I can help someone else. So basically, in this letter, Paul is encouraging Timothy to be involved. Go to Ephesus, work with the church to help them get better, work in the community to convert people to Christ. However, there were some warnings. First of all, and this echoes what I was going to record, he begins by saying, there are a lot of people who teach strange doctrines, who teach mythology and endless genealogy and banter about things that give rise to speculation and don't do anything for the kingdom. He goes on to say they have super fruitless discussions. They argue about things they don't know about, they can't prove, and they don't really matter. So if you don't mind, let me echo something from the episode that does not exist. If it's something you don't know a whole lot about, or it can only create division in arguing, or in terms of the kingdom it just doesn't matter, then yes, don't get involved. The first thing we have to do is refine all of our opportunities to jump in and only step in when it is for the right reasons with the right information. But of course, in the case of Timothy, there were important times to do that, when the discussions were super relevant and where the message of God could genuinely help, which, again, by the way, I'm renovated over here, I do believe exist. There are times to have political conversations, even with rivals. There are important moments to talk about our health crisis and how we can show love for one another, even and maybe especially with regard to the social divide, ethnicity, and race, and all of those things, we are going to have to walk through this together, and that means conversation. And it also means some of us are going to have to get better educated and make some changes. So with some things, it's not 
Should I get involved, but how? Listen very carefully to 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. But the goal of our instruction is love. From a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Now that is a verse we all can use. We have talked exhaustively in previous episodes about steps that need to be taken before you start giving instruction. Things like listening and self-analysis and making sure God actually approves what you are about to say. But, you know, eventually you do have to give instruction. If there are people in your family, in your home, who are at odds, you need to help those people. If there are issues in your church, from the leadership to the people to one another, there is a time to instruct. If we are not teaching the will of Jesus for people, and we're staying out of everything, just don't want to get involved, we will miss opportunities to do the work of the Lord. However, here is the first thing. The episode title is Goal of Instruction, and the goal of our instruction is love. Everything we do must be motivated by care and concern and consideration for everyone involved. First and foremost, I love God. Is my involvement an honor to God? Is there something I can contribute to this social media thread? Or something I can say to a family member that is rooted in my love for God's will? And then, do I love this person? Whether they are your best friend or a total stranger, someone in your church who usually thinks just like you, or someone on the street who is opposite you, do you love this person? Do you genuinely care for their well-being? Are you truly interested in their soul Do you want to help them? That's my big filter. You will not be getting an episode from me titled, Don't Get Involved, but let me say this. If you don't care about the other person, don't get involved. If two people are arguing and you want to jump in there and show them how smart you are, don't get involved. Only when we first assess a care for these people. You think about the three issues that are going on, the political divide, Republicans, Democrats, the whole thing. If I don't genuinely care about the person on the other side and hopefully prayerfully seeing their soul find Jesus, there's really nothing that I can contribute to the conversation that could ever bring us close together, which is why in our nation, nothing good has been happening in that regard. There is very little love for those on the other side. If we're debating about this COVID-19 and masks and social distancing and things opening and things closing, but I just want to be right, or I want to win an argument, or I want to get a pat on the back from people who already agree with me, and that's my angle in getting involved with those on the other side, don't do it. Only when I want to find peace, only when the motive is love for God and one another, is my involvement valuable. God can't use it 
otherwise. I'm not saying we aren't angry. I'm not saying that you have a joyful smile on your face every time. You will be greatly frustrated. But I'm pretty sure God gets angry and frustrated with us, and yet everything He's ever done has been out of love for us and in a desire, even in discipline, in a desire to rebuild what is broken. That's what we need. Now, you may be thinking, yeah, I kind of get that, but how do I make sure that is there? How do I know if that is truly the goal of my instruction? How do I know that it's really about love? Because love is one of those things we can just tag on to the beginning before we do really idiotic stuff. Well, I do love them, and then go on and say things that are completely without love. I have the love of God in me, and then ridicule others and push them away in some victory mission of dominance. Let's see if we can do a little better than that. If it's okay with you, I'm just going to stick with 1 Timothy 1. Can't talk about the whole chapter today. I wish that I could. But it's really about Paul and how he thought he had everything figured out, but it turns out there were some things he didn't know. And yet God had mercy on him. God loved him and worked with him patiently to try and save him. But in the midst of that, I can focus in on verse 5, and I know that you can use it. Let me read the verse again, and let's push it forward to three brief observations. The goal of our instruction is love from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Here's what I find most fascinating about the three things that are listed there. They all demand self-evaluation. There is not a single one of them that is about assessing the other person. It's not, well, let me see if the goal of instruction is love by checking out the heart of the person who disagrees with me or taking some time to weigh the true motives of the people who are arguing in front of me, the ones which I'm about to step in and help. It turns out, as with most things, what you do and why you do it is about you. It's a self-assessment of your motives, independent of everyone else. So number one, verse five, the goal of instruction is love from a pure heart. You've got to search why you are doing this. You are about to get involved. It may not go well. What's your purpose? In your heart, there ought to be a pure love for God. It's not tainted or affected. It's not about me. It's not about winning. It's not about accolades. It's not impure. There are no ungodly motives. I genuinely, purely, and wholly want the love of God to shine through me, and I truly love these people, and that's why I'm about to post this. That's why I'm about to say that. Secondly, he said, a good conscience. This means you must be true to yourself. I really think this can help people when they're ready to give instruction. Make sure that you are not parroting some instruction you've always been taught to give. Make sure you are not just mirroring what the doctrine of your church is, wherein internally you're mostly sure or kind of sure. Don't just stand by your friends and fight for something when in conscience you're kind of not really convinced, but you're going to stand up for what you're supposed to stand up for. I have done this. 
it has not gone well, and now I understand why. I have to work on my conscience and make sure that I'm being true to myself and I'm sharing things that I truly believe in, that I can defend, that I can prove, that aren't just talking points. And by the way, this goes back to the don't get involved ideas at the first and also the context of 1 Timothy. The truth is, you may have a lot of work to do before you're ready to give instruction. There may be a lot of study required on your part. Listening to Tucker Carlson for five minutes does not a political guru make you. Reading a random Bible verse and then using it as a platform for an argument does not carry much weight in the work of the Lord. You not only need a sincere purpose, and a lot of people have that, they genuinely want to help, but you also need a consistency in spirit, a good conscience, a committed heart, an education, so that you can passionately stand behind what you believe because you know it to be true and for no other reason. And then thirdly, a sincere faith. The goal of instruction is love from a pure heart, good conscience, and sincere faith. In the end, or maybe I should say at the beginning, everything that we do ought to be about the name of Jesus Christ. I believe in Jesus. He is my King. He is my Lord. He is my Savior. I will appear before Him, and I believe that. Therefore, my entire life is about that relationship. Complete, sincere, unashamed faith. By the way, those are the kinds of things I write as affirmations every once in a while, and I'll even say them all throughout the day to remind myself of who I really am based on who he always is. Let me just ask you, how many times in the past have you given instruction, hopped into the situation, tried to make it better, had the right heart, but Jesus wasn't a part of it, at least not consciously? There wasn't this dominating idea that this must honor Jesus. The only outcome that makes this worth the while is if there is hope of uniting together in Christ. I have had many involvements that missed the faith element, and I say no more. No more getting involved just to win. Now it's about souls. Now it's about unity. Now it's about Jesus. So listen, that still may mean don't get involved. Not when there is no Christ-centered outcome possible. But when you do, make sure the goal of your instruction is love. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the program, please remember to share with your family and your friends. Also, you can go to excelstillmore.life to sign up for emails, order the three-month journals, or just catch up on old episodes. So until next time, let me leave you with this. Whatever you choose to do today in the name of the Lord Jesus, excel still more.